0: Welcome to another edition of From the Front Lines, how real estate managers are addressing COVID-19. Our topic today is senior housing. I'm here with Pamela Monroe, Vice President of Property Management at National Church Residences, a national senior housing provider. Pam, seniors are potentially a very vulnerable population right now. How have you addressed COVID at your senior properties? At National Church
1: Residences, we recognized that this was going to be a very serious issue for us in our senior housing Uh, around the first of March. And at that time, we created a very diverse task force of individuals throughout our organization. Uh, It is led by one of our senior leaders, uh, Michelle Norris, who, uh, and we, for a while there, we were, uh, well, we're still meeting daily, actually. We've been meeting daily ever since the uh, very first of March to talk about what we've learned and where we're going. Um, We have uh, all of our senior leadership uh, on this uh, task force. Uh, We're meeting, obviously, virtually. Uh, We also have a small division that is uh, considered senior housing, independent living, SNFs, um, assisted living. So, they, too, are uh, on board. And, of course, they have a medical background, unlike us, in affordable housing because I represent all affordable housing, either with a tax credit layer or, or straight tax credit property or HUD subsidy. So it's a very diverse group of people and we're fortunate to have a chief medical officer that participates with us. And we really started um, learning about COVID-19. We, we remain close to the governor uh, in the state of Ohio for his guidance, he was one of the early ones to, uh, to come out with state guidance and stay-at-home orders um, and we have remained close to the, uh, to as many uh, local health, um, health departments as we could and we really started off by trying to follow CDC
0: guidance that has been published over time. So what plan did you implement with this task force and what types of tasks do they do? We we realized that
1: because we're affordable housing and this is really a medical issue and while we have service coordinators at the majority of our sites, we're just not equipped with understanding the virus. Uh, so we had to create guidelines for all of our sites. We started off by creating um, a, a, a plan of what to do starting with level one, and that is level one would be the uh, uh, an event to where there has been COVID-19 uh, identified in the country all the way to level four where it's identified in your property. We worked through creating those plans and we quickly moved from level one to level four throughout the company because um, it really became apparent that we needed to immediately have a level four incident uh, response plan From there, we created what we call a playbook, which helps our property managers and our uh, service coordinators and our maintenance teams. It gives them guidance about what to do uh, in various situations, from the time that they uh, have a suspected case to the time that it's confirmed. um, Letters that they use to send to, uh, that we've sent to residents. um, First, just about the virus. A separate letter when there is a confirmed case, another letter when there's multiple cases uh, how to notify your local health department an overall response plan um, and a, and a letter for the residents if they if they have left to go to the hospital about what is expected of them when they return and have to self quarantine for fourteen days
0: so you've had several confirmed cases at your properties. What have you done in those instances? So with
1: all the properties that i mentioned earlier, we do have, uh, we've had roughly uh, 57 confirmed cases throughout the United States, but I will tell you uh, by far, the majority have been in Michigan and in Northeast New Jersey, because both of those have been Mm hotspots. in Michigan alone, we've had 25 cases. In New Jersey, 14. But the rest of them have been spotty, just one case here or there. So um, we, we have provided, again, letters. We've provided all kinds of signage um, for the residents to refer to. We've limited the number of people who can come onto the site. We've limited visitors to essential visitors. Um, We have um, provided additional guidance relative to what the service coordinators uh, can do to assist our residents because now we have encouraged all of our residents to shelter in their own apartment and uh, to basically self-quarantine to prevent um, the the virus from spreading further, especially in our buildings. I mean, we have cottages and garden-style apartments, but we also have high-rises in the garden style. It's it's not so much of an issue as it is for the mid-rise and the high-rises. I mean, we've created signs for the uh, elevator about um, social distancing. Um, we've added um, stations for uh, per cell, so that people can keep their hands cleaned. Uh, we've talked about mail delivery, waste removal, uh, and we've translated as many documents as, we, as we've as we been able to into many languages because we have quite a diverse group of residents. But we also mm-hmm. have provided PPE, the personal protection equipment, mm-hmm. to our teens, which took us a while to do. In fact, we were trying to um, order thinking that because if we ordered for everyone, having a large order would allow us to obtain these supplies easier, but it's turned out not to be the case. So then we instructed our regionals to help our property managers order on their own, and they've had better luck at, at landing some of the PPEs. The masks have been the hardest to find.
0: That's such a big challenge right now. And how do you determine if an employee is essential versus a non-essential employee?
1: So we early on started, uh, we have an attorney that we've worked with, and we started uh, reviewing each of the state governor's stay-at-home orders. And so that was a lot of material to digest. But with each stay-at-home order, we've been able to identify that we are essential um, employees, largely due to the population that we that we work with, the seniors, um, and each state has a slightly different definition, but after a, quite a laborious process, we, we have come to realize that all of our site teams are considered essential, and we provided a letter to each of those site teams in each state, dependent upon the executive order, uh, in case someone should be stopped while they're driving to work. Uh, that indicates that, yes, they are a, a, an essential worker based on the, the governor's orders. I will just share with you, too, that we've created a hotline, which has been real helpful. And that hotline here at the corporate office is, is manned by actual health care professionals that lost their jobs because of closing, um, like adult daycares. And so they've been taking calls from our site teams relative to a suspected case or a confirmed case, and heaven forbid, where we've lost a few residents. But they've also been able to uh, give them guidance uh, in general when uh, a site manager uh, sometimes has a uh, a first-time case and uh, they're, they, maybe they can't reach their regional property leader at the time, so this hotline is a, a, another resource for them to contact to help guide them through this whole process.
0: What a great idea. Any other changes you've had to make at your property?
1: Right in the midst of COVID, of course, uh, the government came out with the CARES Act uh, which means we cannot take any adverse action against a resident if they're unable to pay their rent. You cannot charge late fees, you cannot charge NSF fees, you cannot evict for 120 days. So we had to quickly write a, uh, a temporary rent collection policy based on that CARES Act, um, uh, which has, has been completed and shared with the field. Uh, we've also created a move in and move out policy. So that um, it, if somebody did need uh, to move in during this time frame or even move out, uh, it provided good guidance about how to notify your residents and what to share with the family before a resident moves in, our expectations of that move um, uh, and uh, limit the time frame in which a, a move-in or a move out can take place.
0: Pam, any other advice that you'd give to other real estate managers right now?
1: Well, I think IRAM is a great resource, and I, I know that, that that people like you, Suzanne, and others have been very uh, active in creating a resource, and, and, and we're all looking for resources, right? So to be able to have the connection with IRAM to look for guidance or even other resources to try to work with your local health department, uh, and 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 mostly to keep in touch with your 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 teams because it's 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 very stressful for the teams as well. Uh, I mean they're living it on the front line, right? And so they're 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 reliving every single event that happens uh, in the field when either a resident comes down with with COVID and has to go to the hospital. And then in those sad cases where we lose a resident, I mean, they're, they're right there uh, still trying to support their their residents and even extraordinary, doing extraordinary things for their residents. Uh, I, I recently saw a series of emails from maybe 50 or 60 properties from this weekend where they all found time to offer additional support to their residents over the Easter weekend by providing meals or flowers or, or Easter eggs or some small gift. I mean, they are they're an incredible uh, group of, of compassionate um, associates of mine that I'm so very proud of because they know how vulnerable our seniors are. And sometimes in the case of a senior, we're the only family they have. So they're looking to us for guidance. I'm sure other property management people have the same concern is that there are some people that just have ignored the reality of COVID-19 and they refuse to to follow our direction and are asked to stay remained in their apartment. We're also concerned about isolation and and how that can impact the senior when they're alone uh, and not socializing because that's a a very critical aspect for seniors. Uh, and you know we don't we don't have a hammer, but we're trying to convince them how critical it is for their own health. We've we've created all sorts of help flyers for the residents to help them understand how vulnerable they are. But sometimes you just have those stinkers that just are going to do what they're going to do.
0: Pam, thank you again for your time and kudos to you and your team for taking care of one of our most vulnerable populations. Please continue to visit irem.org, where you'll find our page dedicated to providing updates and resources to support real estate managers in making informed decisions during this time. That's irem.org.